The Word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the Word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our Saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's Word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to bromleytownchurch.com. Thank you for what you are doing in our midst. We thank you because you are present. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the salvation that you have given to us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what is going to take place today. We thank you for the faith that you have built to receive that which you're going to do in our lives today. We thank you because every moment with you is a time to see your glory come, Lord Jesus. We thank you for open heaven, Lord Jesus. We glorify your name, Lord Jesus. We thank you for everything that you're going to do. And we bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Can we put our hands together for Jesus, please? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. It's an amazing day to be in your midst. To see the name of the Lord glorify. So I believe we're going to have a lovely time in his presence. Because he is present. And because he's present, he will do what he does best. So we're going to thank him for everything that he's going to do this morning. Before... I go ahead, my wife is here, and my, I've got four lovely daughters. I'm the only king in the palace, <laughs> and um, we thank God for what God is doing. Um, this morning, as I woke up to go to the bathroom to brush, and um, um, hair remover, was replaced mistakenly where the toothpaste meant to be. That's what happened when you are the only king in the castle. <laughs> so I, I, I put the hair remover on my toothbrush without actually checking what it is. But I thank God for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Who always, even in little things direct us what to do. So as I picked it up, something inside me just said, this might not be truth. <laughs> Glory be to God. I am here in your midst to tell you the goodness of God, to share with you how our God is wonderful, to tell you how powerful this God that we are serving is, to make you realize that Embracing Jesus is the best thing that can happen. Having salvation is the best thing that can happen to mankind. And we 
if you are here and you don't know Jesus, for people that have, that have that privilege to walk with Jesus, is a great experience that we are having. And I tell you, it is not a boring time at all. When you find the walking with Christ boring, then I tell you there is something, there is something not really, really right. Walking with Jesus is always exciting. I have seen things happen because I have Jesus. And I believe a lot of us here must have seen things happen only because we have Jesus. We have seen a lot of things turn around in our life because we have Jesus. And, you know, we have the greatest power. I want to tell you something. The God, this Jesus that we serve today, this Jesus that we know as friend, have never changed. He's still the same, like Hebrews said, Hebrews 13, 8. He says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if the Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, I want to assure you, the same miracle that happened yesterday is still available today. The same wonders that happened then in the Bible that we read is still available today. And I would tell you, if you believe, even this morning, because I have seen it all over the world. I have seen a lot of things happen. I have been to places where I am not supposed to even be here today talking to you. But yet, God was able to preserve because when he sent you, he will give the grace to follow it. And all of us have actually been sent to reach out to the world. We've all been sent to reach out to the world. Because we have good news. Church, we have good news. Jesus is good news. I don't... When I look at things happening around the world, when I see the kind of thing that is going on, and he wants to look as if Jesus is not a good Jesus is not good news. I have good news for you. Jesus is good news. And because we have Jesus and we have good news, we are the best people to tell the story, to let the world realize that we have something that the world does not have. We have Jesus. And as we tell this story, if you're here and you're a Christian, if you want to experience the power of God, if you want to see God in action, if you want to see the angels release anytime you move, heaven is rejoicing that somebody is going to get saved. Be somebody that shares this good news. When we read Acts of Apostle 1.8, we could see there, well, we look at it that it was even the last word of Jesus. What was the last word of Jesus? He told the disciples before he ascended. He told the disciples, he told them, he said, listen, guys, you wait. You will receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The purpose of receiving the baptism of Holy Spirit is not for me to just sit down and feel good. It is part of it. <laughs> but I tell you, the main goal for me to receive the baptism of Holy Spirit is so that I will reproduce. It's so that I will spread this good news. 
That is the main goal why the disciples were given the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He told them, wait, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you will be my weakness. You will be my weakness. Church, can we say it? You will be my you will be my weakness. Meaning, you will tell somebody about this good news. You see, the good news is contagious. The good news is good news. And because it's good news, it is hard to keep it to yourself. It is hard for you to keep this good news without spreading it. When you have the good news, you reach out to the world that needs it. The world needs Jesus, and we have the good news. I will tell you testimonies of things that has happened in few places, in different countries that we have been. The first one I will first mention to you, in this country, 2008, 1st of September, like I said, I have four daughters. Thank you for that. <laughs> I have four daughters. My third daughter fell in a swimming pool in Bromley here and was in the water for 18 minutes. Some of you here must have read it or must have seen, you know, the story. This was nine years ago. She fell in a swimming pool while no one was there. She was only two then. And when she fell in the swimming pool, I was at work and I received a phone call. That my daughter has fell in a swimming pool and they have taken her. They have to get an helicopter to the place because ambulance or could not get there somewhere in Keston. And she was rushed to the hospital. Getting to the hospital, they said, well, tried everything that they could. Thank God for our doctors. They took her to the best hospital you can think of in the world. Great Ormond Hospital for kids is the best hospital. She was taken there. The doctors tried everything that they can. They looked at my wife. They looked at me. They said, we're sorry. There is nothing we can do. She has stayed too long in the water. They said, it is not possible. She stayed 18 minutes in the water. They said, even, even by any chance, if she managed to come back to life, she will, she, she will only be vegetable. It is not possible because to start with, she will have brain damage because of the amount of time that she has stayed in the water. You cannot stay in the water. If you ask any medical person here, will tell you three minutes in the water is a big problem, you know, to your health. So the doctor said everything in her body, in her system has been damaged. So there is no point. First day, Christians were praying. That is the power of prayer that we have, Christians. When we pray, things happen. When we call on our God, you might not be able to see what is going on spiritually sometimes. But I can assure you that when we pray, things does happen. People were praying all over. Churches were praying the first day. Second day, they were waiting for us to tell us to sign that there is no way that she's basically, you know, is to remove her from the uh, machine so that 
she will be, obviously, she's gone. So we looked, um, after, some, after some time, I think the third day, they just came and called us. They said they don't know what happened. The machine started showing that there is life, you know. Instead of, you know, it was showing that she's breathing. But they can't tell what has is, what is happened. And even if in any chance that has taken place, that there is, she's still breathing, it's not possible to, for her to be alive. She would just remain vegetable. So we said, I think my wife was someone, you know, sometimes you don't know the fate that is in people until, you, until things happen. Then you see how God will use people around and we use to make sure that he carry out what he wants to carry out. Along the line, we told them, well, if, she's, if there is a sign that she's breathing, then we must well just we believe God that she will come back to life. They said it's not possible because she stayed so long in the water. But I have news for you. This is nine years after. Nine years after, that same girl, this, what I'm telling you, it's something that was all over internet. CNN came to our house to televise it. BBC carried it. CBS came from America because they said it's unheard of. It's like one in a million chance that she will come back to life. But I want you to know that no matter what you're going through this morning, I have the right as a child of God and that have experienced things and have seen God walk and move to tell you that today, if you believe, you will see the difference. I am not telling you what I have not experienced. I am telling you what I know and that I have personally experienced. The power of God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And because the power of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, that same God is here in our midst. I just want to show you that this girl that was not supposed to that's supposed to be vegetable. That's not supposed to walk again. That's not supposed to talk again. Oluchi, please, can you come out here? We thank God for the doctors. We thank God for, because... Thank God. But I want to assure you, where did doctors stop? That is where God starts from. So today, she is in a normal school. She is doing everything that anyone would do. She's even more full of life than, you know. Thank you. Church, I want to assure you that the God that we serve is a living God. We analyze and analyze and analyze the power of God sometimes that we want to 
release, I mean, we, 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 we analyze the word of God until we start looking as if the Bible is, is, is not true anymore. But I am here to tell you that the Bible is the word of God and it is still powerful and it is true. After what happened to our daughter, You know, I believe that I don't like to leave. It is good to talk about our Ebenezer's, about the things that God have done, the testimonies. It is good. But I want you to know that if you believe this morning, we are going to see a fresh testimony. This is what I believe. God will continue to give us fresh testimony as we testify of his goodness of yesterday. Then he will give you a fresh testimony. Because when you are testifying about the goodness of God, you are telling the enemy, you are telling the devil, see what Jesus has done. You are saying to the devil, you have no power because the power of God is greater than what you are. That is the reason why I think in the book of Revelation 12, 11, it says that we overcome the enemy by the word of our testimony. We overcome the enemy, the enemy by not loving our life to death. We overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. We have the blood, church. We have Jesus Christ. Testimony, as we testify about the goodness of God, we will see his glory. We will see the things that he will start doing in our midst. Please. There are a lot of things that takes place in our life. But we refuse to testify. And when you want to testify, we have people in our workplaces. We have people, we have our neighbors around us. We have people on the street that you can just say, do you know what Jesus has done? Jesus has done this and he has done that and he has done that for me. Are you trying to tell me that he's not alive? The proof that we have is what we're going to show to the world. Because I am not ready I am not intelligent enough to argue, to start arguing with anybody. But I have proof. I have proof to tell you that my Lord Jesus is alive today. I have proof to tell you that there is so much that he can do. Because if I want to start arguing, we're going to argue till tomorrow. The disciples in the Bible, they did not spend time arguing with people. Church, we are going to see amazing, um, we are going to have amazing time in the Lord for those who believe. This church is going to see an outburst of the glory of God. It is coming. And I want you to be part of what is coming. You are going to see the glorious move of God like never before. You will see the move of God that this pace is not enough for us. It's not enough for us. Because if every one of us that is sitting down here share good news with other people, share good news with our neighbors, until they come to Christ, See, let me tell you something. There is nothing that gladdens Jesus more than the souls that needs to come to him. We can see the examples. 
in the Bible. I think in the book of Luke, um, Luke 15, verse 8 to 10, Jesus gave us the parable of the woman, the lost coin. The woman that had 10 coins. And she lost one. The Bible says, Jesus said, the woman left the nine. Left the nine to go and look for the one. Now, in the process of going to go and look for one, the Bible says that the woman put up the lamp so that he can see. The Bible said that the woman prepared herself to look for this. We are in a time of preparation for the lost coins that are out there. The Bible says that when this woman found this lost coin, she called her neighbors, she called her friends, and she started rejoicing. So there was joy in heaven for one lost coin that was found. If you want to see the heart of Christ, be someone that goes after the souls. If you want to see, feel the heart of Jesus. If you want to see, when you move, angels move with you. Because heaven will, is about to rejoice that look at him, look at her. She's going again. Somebody's going to get saved. We're going to have a party in heaven. There is party in heaven for every soul that is saved. I tell you, if you want to see things about you taken care of, if you want to be different, be a Christian that goes after the soul. Be a Christian that reach out to, to, to the lost souls because Jesus loves every one of those people out there. Jesus loved the world for he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He so loved the world that he gave. Church, we have this good news. We later moved to Bangladesh where I think I, I was in America when they told me that my um, when I was told, um, my wife works with the British High Commission and, you know, she got a posting and I was in America with my brother and uh, I received a call. Well, we've gotten a posting to go to Bangladesh and my elder brother was like, where is Bangladesh in the map? <laughs> well, we got to Bangladesh and I start saying to God, I am here. I need to reach out to someone. I need to touch the life of these people. How am I going to do it? Do you know that when you ask, we, we serve a God that speaks? If you truly listen, God speaks. And I said, God, I really want to reach out to these people. Bangladesh is 92% Muslim. 
Christianity is 0.6%, not up to 1%. Population, 180 million people. And I said, God, how am I going to reach out to these people? How? 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 Some of the churches that we're attending, once I go into the church and I mention to the pastor, I say, listen, my heart is, you know, for us to be able to reach out to, this, to, to the people out there. Some of the pastors will say to me, well, be very careful. This is Bangladesh. You know, you don't go out there to preach the gospel anyhow. Actually, you can get your head chopped off. So be careful. Now, we're sent to Bangladesh through the British High Commission. For me to step out, we have already been given certain area. You cannot leave this area. You cannot walk out of this area. And I look at it. The more, I said, okay, God, what I'm going to do, at least maybe within the people, the experts that are here, you know, the, the, the diplomats, um, they were all living together. I said, okay, maybe every evening we will organize a dinner, then I will invite the expert, then I will speak the gospel to them. And I tried to do that. I would get my, uh, the cook, he would make food. Every evening, we would invite all the experts. Come, let's have dinner together. After having dinner together, when I tried to reach out to them, most of them would say, you know, you're a very nice guy. Well, you know what? We don't do religion. We don't do Jesus. You know, you're very nice. Believe me, after doing that for some time, I went back to God. I said, God, I'm not actually reaching these people. You know, and the Spirit of God said to me, you have to get to a place where your life means nothing anymore to you. Are you ready? Those who are ready to die for me will leave. Are you ready? And I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? Along the line, the Holy Spirit made me realize I need to go out there to the world and touch the life of those people that are out there. Not within my comfort zone. Because church, we like our comfort zone. And we want God to be, to come and, you know, in our comfort zone, that is where we want God to come and be with us and do whatever we want. But I said to God, out there, I can die. You know, you know like when you're having a conversation and you say, as if God does not know what could happen out there. The more I speak to people, I'm talking of Christians now, the more I get discouraged by the Christians. Oh, no, you can't do this. You have to be careful. But I tell you something. Somehow, the Spirit of God or somebody, a Christian um, that's, a Bangladeshi Christian came to me and we're discussing and he said, oh, I've heard from some few people that you are thinking of reaching out out there and, um, you know, I could take you to my village. And the village is about seven hours away. I said, okay. By rule, I am not meant to leave. If I'm to leave that area, then I will need to take permission from the I commission, and if I'm going to get permission, 
they're not going to definitely, you know you're not getting any permission that you're going to go and preach the gospel. But I decided, and I said, if I die, I die. My wife, my children, I said, listen, this is the gospel. If God is asking me to, he's able to protect me. And even if he does not, just like the three Hebrew children said to Nebuchadnezzar, we still will not bow down to you. I called the guy. I said, well, let's go. I said, well, you know, the issue is where we're going is a very highly populated uh, 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 Muslim uh, um, area. Please, even if you get there, don't say anything about Jesus. Just speak generally and don't know how. Don't mention this. Don't say Jesus is this. Don't say. That is fine. We got there. Immediately we got to the place. To the village. My first time in the village in Bangladesh. And I was looking at up around. And I was counting the war geckos on the wall. That's wow. Whoa, war geckos in the room that I'm going to stay. Why I was still looking at, <laughs> looking at the war geckos. Somebody came and knocked on the door. Are you the man that came? Because I didn't know that the man, the, um, the guy that I went with, I shared the testimony of my daughter with him. So he took the, um, the newspaper, um, um, he took the newspaper and photocopied it and have sent it to the village telling them that there is a man that is coming and that man that the daughter has been raised from dead. When I got there, it wasn't up to five minutes as I dropped my bag. A knock on the door. The door, who is it? They said, oh, are you the man that, um, they said, You're, somebody have just died. Hundred years away. Please, come, come, come. George, I tell you. My, everything I can think of start flashing in my head. Is this the end for me? Jesus, am I going to go back to my family? As I was walking, it looks like it's the longest walk of my life because everything kept flashing in my head. My legs started shaking like jelly and I was walking there. When I got there, I said, when I get there, I'm going to tell them. First, I wanted to tell the, the man that came. She's dead. It's a Muslim, go and bury, you know. There's no point. Go and bury. But I felt, well, let me go and see in I might reach there and it might not be true. Who knows? So I gathered courage and I went there. When I got there, I saw people gathering, crying. They took me to the room, showed me the lady lying down there. As they showed me the lady lying down, I looked. <sighs> All I can do is that God, there is nothing I can do here than to pray. God, I can only have to pray. That is all. But at the same time, when I started, then I closed my eyes and started praying. My first 15 minutes of prayer was with fear. I had one eyes closed, one eyes open. In case if somebody is coming behind to cut my head off. But I tell you something. After about 15 minutes, I was lost in the spirit. I said, God, whatever that wants to happen, let it happen. I'm going to pray. And I continued to pray. As I continued to pray, the next thing, the woman sneezed and she coughed. I started crying. 
I said to God, God, forgive my unbelief. Then the people in the area, all the, um, the um, Islamic guys, they, 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 I mean, they started coming. Please pray for me. Somebody have cancer. Somebody have this. Somebody have that. And that was how God opened the door so that the gospel can reach that particular area. From there, there was a breakout. Instead of me going back the time, the day that we agreed, it was not possible because we have to continue to have meetings and meetings of healing and of healing and Jesus was doing his thing. At this point, I just want to show you the video, one of the videos of what happened in Bangladesh. And I'm sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the lady, her test, she shared her testimony there about, you know, what happened and how she came back to life. Please, I don't know if, you know, if you can just show us that brief video. This is just one of many things. Obviously, time will not permit us. Because if I start sharing testimonies upon testimonies from Haiti, we were there last year, where they were saying it is not possible to see the power of God move in a particular area because of the power of voodoo and witchcraft. But I said, most of the, what I know is that the name of Jesus is above every other name. As long as the thing has a name, as long as the sickness has a name, as long as the problem has a name, the name of Jesus is above it. And at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. We operate in a greater power. I've got good news for you. Like I said, time will not permit me. But I want you to understand that if a step was not taken, you can imagine some of the things that has been experienced, it's because somebody decided to say, I am going to reach out to souls. I don't care the circumstances around me. I want you to understand something. The, 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 the Bible made us to realize that when the disciples were in the boat, and Jesus was at the other side. Peter, Jesus said to the disciples, he said, come. Peter was the only one that decided he would step out of the boat. Now, the other disciples, they are wonderful disciples. God used them mightily. But I'm telling you, they did not experience walking on top of the water. Only Peter experienced walking on top of the water. Because Peter decided to step out of the boat. In our comfort zone. It doesn't make us less a Christian. But I want to tell you that if you want to see God in action. You need to put this God into the place where he will show you that he is God. I am saying God heals. And I'm not ready to pray for the sick. I am saying God raised the dead. And I am not ready to praise, pray for the dead. How is God going to do it? It is when we step out. And in the process of reaching out to souls. In the process of touching the life of people around you. In the process of spreading this good news. That is where you will see our God in action. He wants to bless you. He wants to increase you. He wants to do all sorts for you. Glory be to God. But I tell you, his primary reason for coming on this earth is so that those people in the world 
We know Jim. We know him. And if that is his primary purpose, I tell you, when you go after the purpose of Jesus Christ, he will never let you down. The storms will come. A lot of time, whatever that you are going through sometimes, I know when the storms comes, we cannot see in the storm. Because of the pain that you are going through. Because of the affliction that the enemy has brought into you. Because of certain things that has happened. You cannot see. Because you cannot see in the storm. You can't see in darkness. But let me tell you something. That is the reason why he says that we should not walk by sight. But we should walk by faith. Because by faith, that is the only way. Tell me. If I have turned back that day. I won't have seen a testimony like that happening. I won't have the confidence that I have today that I can go anywhere. Tell me, no matter how dangerous it is, Bangladesh happened to be very dangerous, you know, for a Christian. But here am I today. Because there, every time we move, God will move with us. And God will do his work. It is his work. He has only sent us to go, to proclaim. And when we reach there, and when we proclaim, we see people giving their life. Even in the most dangerous place that you can think of, we have been there, and we saw Jesus glorified. He got to a place. There's a place that we got to. Most of the Muslims gave their life. And when they gave their life, because they don't have Christians there, they started calling somebody and saying, some people, one of the guys that gave his life went and told somebody about Jesus. Meanwhile, he has not had, this is the first time of hearing about Jesus. Then he told somebody, oh, this is what happened to me. They said, so what do we do next? Then he said, well, I'm taking them. There's a river somewhere. Well, what that he had about this thing where they dig people inside water. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the gospel is exciting. But you must be ready to walk with the Lord. When you are ready to walk with the Lord, the Lord will walk with you. Jesus Love to go with the goers. If you want to see him at work, he will, he is ready. He's ready for UK. He's ready. I am, I am, I'm telling you in this time, in this time that we are in, we're going to see great things happen. In my lifetime, I'm not talking of when I am dead. This country, we're going to see the move of God again. Because God is ready. God is ready. At this point in time, because time will not permit me to share, you know, testimonies upon testimonies and tell you the things that God has been doing each day. But like I said to you when I started, I believe in yesterday's testimony, but I'm looking to God for what he's going to do today. I'm looking up to God for the healing that will take place here this morning. I'm looking up to God for what he's going to do in our life today. But I say something to you. To be able to enjoy these benefits, to be able to know this God the way he is, you have to come to him. When you come to him, he will show you the way. He will put you through. So what I would love us to do right now before we go ahead, I am going to, we're going to spend time, we're going to pray for people that, for, that have, maybe you, you're not feeling well, there is one problem or the other. One thing I can assure you of is that you will have testimony because it's not a man that is going to do something. 
It is God that is in his business. So, please, I would like us to bow our heads. All eyes closed. Thank you, Jesus. If you are here, yes, definitely you're here and you don't, you are not having this experience because you are not too sure about this Jesus. You are not too sure about what is it that this guy is talking about. You are not too sure about, I don't know this God that, you know, they are talking about. This is, the, this is not what I am experiencing. I want to know Jesus afresh. I want to have a good relationship where he talks back to me, where he directs me, where I feel this joy that is contagious. I want to know Jesus. I want to know Jesus. Because if you want to know him, then he will know you. Remember, he's not a God that forces himself on anybody. If you step out for him, he will be there for you. Please, can you just, I would like to pray for you. Can you raise up one hand? Why all heads are bowed and eyes closed? So that I can pray for you. Thank you. I can see that hand at the back. While you raise up your hand, the administrators will pass round and, you know, put um, one of the, uh, I think, leaflet or uh, this thing in your hands. Thank you. I can see that hand. I can see that hand. Thank you. I can see that hand. I can see that hand on the left. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's a hand at the back. Thanks. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For the people that have raised their hand, I'm going to pray for you quickly. But I want you to understand that it is not a man's doing. We are talking of the creator of heaven and earth. We're talking of the most powerful. We're talking of the one that will believe in that in him there is life. Romans 8.11 says, if the power that raised Jesus Christ from death lives in me, he will quicken my mortal body. The power that raised Jesus Christ from death lives in us. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, with the hands that has been raised, Father, you see those hands, Lord Jesus. They desire you. They want to know you more. They want to have a relationship with you. King of glory, we pray that you pour down your power over them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, you walk with them, Lord Jesus. Reveal yourself to them, Lord Jesus. Make the impossible becomes possible in their life, Lord Jesus. Let a new walk start from today in the name of Jesus Christ. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Can we put our hands together for the people that raise up their hand? I tell you, the moment pass is one of the greatest things that Jesus is after. Because he wants to walk with us. He wants, he's there for us. He's, there's rejoicing in heaven. 
when we come to him. That's what the Bible says. Without taking more time, because time is kind of far gone, it will not be good to, for this service to go through without me praying for you. Or for you not to experience the power of God in the area that you are going, in any area that you are facing a storm in your life. Maybe you have not been feeling well. Do you know what? I believe, I love to see tangible things that you can, actually we can pray for now. We will see the move of God. We will see the power of God. And if it is something that you have to go back to your doctor and check, as we finish praying for you, go and check. I am not talking because I just want to talk. I'm telling you what I have personally experienced. Peter will say in the Bible, he said, this Jesus that we have touched, that we have feel, that we have been with. So when he's talking, he's not talking of a, this, the same way I am saying to you, this Jesus that I have seen him heal people, even people that did not believe. This Jesus that I have seen raise people from death. He's available right now. So if you want for us to pray for you, for you to have testimony, and I can assure you testimony will be there. Can I see your hand raised up, please? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ah. Do you want to come out? Let's pray for you. I'm sorry because I know time is far gone. Pastor, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your strength. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the power of God is present. And because Jesus is present, we are going to pray. And I would like the pastors to join me because he's the one that is going to do what he's going to do. He's the one. Please, the um, church... I will want you to be praying along because Jesus is present. Pray along so that we will see what Christ is going to do here and the testimony that is going to come out from here. Please just pray along. If you can stretch your hand, stretch your hand to these ones. Let's see the power of God again. Let's see the work of God in action. Let's see God move again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your power. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, King of Glory. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.